0: Come from. Gentlemen, do you realize what we found? It came from outer
1: space to fill the world with terror. What earthly power can stop this terror? That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop from outer space.
2: We're good to go. It's the podcast from Outer Space. It's your boy Rob Scott, and back from his mini hiatus, it's none other than our very own teabag.
1: Hey guys, thanks for
2: listening. And as always, it's Ryan Scott. Aloha, everybody. And it's that time of year, boys. It's October once again. And uh, not nothing spooky just yet. Still early. But uh, we're going to go back in time. Maybe back to the future. Who knows? It's Project Pegasus.
0: Yeah, now I will say we are running a little late behind schedule. Uh, Teabag, how's everything out on the East Coast? How are we doing?
1: You know, slow and steady process. Maybe we can uh, go back in time and fix it so we're on time.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking everybody would
1: appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if we could just maybe, if there's some type of machine where we could just go back in time, maybe warn you not to move away or something.
1: Or just a heads up on you know having to register a vehicle and get a new license and all that stuff ahead of time, yeah, so are you licensed? Hell out of there? a lot
2: cheaper out there, though, I'll tell you that
1: no, that's the thing I'm not yet I have to wait on all these documents to get here, and I should have been doing that ahead of time,
0: <laughs> okay, all right, well,, uh, as Rob mentioned, we are on to yet another listener request this week, and this one is a classic, uh so. <laughs> real quick shout out to Marissa Celadonia uh, she sent us this request via the website actually uh, specifically in oh, wow. re- yeah specifically in regards to Project Pegasus. Now I have actually been meaning to put together a time travel episode for a while now. obviously when I saw this request come through I think okay, we can make this work now I knew Project Pegasus a little bit uh, it's on, it's been on coast to coast a few times. Uh, were you guys familiar with this at all? Vaguely. Okay. Tea bag?
1: Nothing? I can honestly say I was not. Never heard of it.
0: Okay. Um, so I was a little familiar with that, but I will say in our episode, we kind of wanted to, or I guess I kind of wanted to break down theories on time travel as a whole. Um, and I gotta say guys, I mean, this whole episode is one big mind fuck. Is it? And I'm honestly asking. Well, I, I assume you guys have
1: done none of the readings?
0: The
2: readings?
1: Dude, <laughs> do, we, do, we get, do we need to get consent from our listeners before we do this episode? What do you mean? Consent? I mean,
2: they're asking for it.
1: <laughs> they're listening. That's consent, right? All right. right all right.
0: Are you I specifically <laughs> requested for it? Are you making this a rape metaphor?
1: You just said your fucking minds.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is, dude. And hopefully just you got a sure condom. There's
1: no legal.
0: <laughs> you ever heard of a vortal? All right, now especially
1: it was all a the
2: mind fuck joke.
0: <laughs> obviously went too deep in your mind. No
1: especially consent. Of- See.
0: <laughs> so especially all of the science uh, theories arguments. I mean, this one is it's back and forth on the research for this one now. Of course, we're going to get into Project Pegasus and some added bonus time travel stories, some paradoxes, some uh, theories, um, as I have spent countless hours over the last few weeks searching the internet and YouTube to find some of the better stories out there. And I'm probably going to throw in that twinkle sound effect from um, Back to the Future quite a bit in this episode, so I'm excited about that. Now, what do, what do you guys know in regards to, like, time travel and fiction, like, classic films on the subject, um, if anything? I mean, Teabag, why don't we start with you?
1: I mean, right off the bat, I thought of, like, Time Warp Trio. You guys ever read those in, like, elementary school? Did not. Um, yeah, well, never mind. I thought of Endgame. <laughs> Not to spoil anything for anybody, hopefully. hopefully.
0: <laughs> is a major spoiler. <laughs> All
1: right, well, here we go. Spoiler alert. I thought of Endgame. That came to mind. Okay. Uh, those were the two big ones for me. Now, these books, what
0: kind of time travel we talk in here?
1: I mean, I remember they went back to, like, ancient Egypt. That's the big one I remember. They went back in time to, like, the pharaohs and stuff.
0: Okay, so this is like classic time travel, like go back in time, don't step on an ant or something, and the internet's not invented?
1: I mean, this was like mid-90s. It's
2: really just a book the government put out to make you think slaves <laughs> built the pyramids and not aliens. All right.
1: But, um, yeah, three kids can travel through time. Anybody can do it. Don't look into it any further. Obviously, it's a joke.
2: Okay, not Rob. What they want. Hey. Rob, what do we got? Uh, I mean, obviously, the big one for me is
0: going to be Back to the Future. Mm. Yeah, I think that comes to everybody's mind. I mean, that's probably the most popular in regards to time travel. Am I right? I think
2: you are right. And uh, probably also going to go with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, in doing my research, I found the Time Machine, written in 1895. This is credited as really the kind of... uh, explosion if you will of the genre like this popularized the genre this is um up there you know you guys ever read the book ever seen the film with guy pierce
1: with like the futuristic blue guys jumping around no you're thinking of avatar is that
0: time <laughs> travel
1: no no there's one where the i'm pretty sure it's the one where the guys in like the bathtub looking machine and he like goes to the future a uh, morlock right is that it Maybe he,
0: he is like, and they live on the cliffs. They live on the sides of cliffs.
1: Something like that. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's a big one. Not There's a the bell for me. Christmas Carol. You guys familiar? That's time travel oh, okay. technically.
1: Uh, um, are we going to get into that at all?
0: What do you mean? What do you, what do you want to get into? Cause I got the fix. Wait, let's get the fiction out of the way right up front. What do you want? No, I think Adam no, actually wants
2: to do a whole episode on Christmas Carol.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do a Christmas episode?
1: And then no, one of my one favorite. On the Grinch. <laughs> just so I can impersonate Jim Carrey the whole time? <laughs> no, I, I was like, there's no time travel in Christmas Carol, but obviously there is past, present, future. So just edit that out.
0: Yeah, there is. Because he goes, he can view the past. And by doing that, that it makes him change the future. So I would say it's time travel, dude.
1: Oh uh, No, absolutely. I didn't think about it.
0: Okay. Terminator. That's another classic one, right? Now this is the classic <laughs> paradox of like um the grandfather paradox, you know, which we'll get into a little later, but it's like go back in time, kill yourself, like it changes the future, that's that sort of thing. Mm. You're thinking a butterfly effect. That's another good one. Now is that also is that time travel technically?
2: Yeah, because he goes back in time and changes shit <laughs> and then it has an effect on the future. That's he? literally what you're talking about. How does about? he go back
0: in time with no machines? It's just in his mind? He has like some... It was like his uh, blackouts where he has a butterfly. It's called the butterfly
2: effect. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. I don't know, dude. It's some fucking thing inside of him. I don't, I don't think he has to have He's a got machine. He has to lay in a bathtub
1: like
0: Kyle XY.
1: <laughs> Kyle XY, good lord. Right.
0: Other ones I think of: Star Trek, Groundhog Day, Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, I think that I read stuff about the third Harry Potter.
2: Is, is Ground- time travel? I guess Groundhog Day is considered.
0: Yes, time because travel. well, it's but more it's like, like more, purgatory. Yeah, because but he also it until he
2: makes corrects his mistakes. But he's right?
0: repeating what happened in the past, and he is able to change in until he gets to, out of the yeah. loop. Yeah. Uh, also, Looper. Speaking of loops, you guys seen that? <sighs> I couldn't get into it, JGL, dude. What do you got? What do you got on there, Adam? You got something?
1: No, I'm not a Looper. I have never seen it. <laughs> seen it.
0: Uh, there's also this one Primer, which I thought was uh, fairly interesting. The concept of and Ender's Game, and then uh, obviously, spoiler alert, uh, Avengers and Interstellar. Arrival. Oh yes, also Arrival. Great. Fo- well, I mean, that's not necessarily time travel, but it is something with time. We'll say.
2: No, let's just break that down.
0: Yeah, they, like, talk... Spoiler alert. They talk to the aliens, but time isn't linear for them. It's, like, um... It's a whole thing. Look up uh, look up a lot of stuff. Spend a lot of time on Reddit uh, for this. Look up a lot of stuff. Exploring I mean, just, like I'm hey, just trust us on this one, all right? I'm You're just saying. You can look it up. Now, okay, tell me if you guys... If this sounds familiar to you at all, and maybe if any of our awesome listeners out there know of this hit us with a DM because I've been trying to find this is another thing. And we found
2: Marissa, our, we're talking to you here.
0: Yes. And our listeners found the goosebumps episode we were talking about. So maybe they can find this as well. I remember we had to read a story in middle school. Um, and it was like these hunters found this kid who like fell from the sky. And I guess he went through a portal, but he was like super primitive. And they were saying like, In order for our civilization to revert back to, like, these hunter-gatherer communities, like, we would have to go through another couple thousand years. And it's, like, it's this whole thing where this kid, like, came from the future. And he can jump really high. That's what I remember about it. Can't find this story
1: Isn't that that John Carter from Mars? John Carter from Mars. Is that not it? (laughs) What the fuck is that? I just watched that on Netflix, and the guy is like from the 1800s and he goes to Mars and he can jump real high and stuff. Look into it.
0: All right, I'll look it up. I'll look it up.
1: All right, it's on Netflix. All right, John Carter pending. So
0: let's hop into it. I mean, that's the basics uh, as far as fiction goes, you know, but let's just break this down. Now, again, like I said, a lot of time on Reddit, explain like I'm five for this one. Um now I believe this is more or less the leading explanation on time travel and how it is only theoretically in quotes uh possible or technically it's possible if that makes sense now keep in mind this is also mainstream science's view uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of fringe scientists out there who who have different opinions on the matter um but this is coming straight from Einstein, more or less. We'll call this Einstein for Idiots. Um, now, I tried to so simplify... It's pretty much everyone.
1: <laughs> it's not Einstein. <laughs> Einstein. <laughs> well, no,
0: I tried to simplify this and uh, combine a lot of theories I found. So I, I wanted to explain this the best I can. And tell me if you guys are tracking throughout. Um, did you? Had you guys read this at all previous to us
2: discussing it now? No, and we may cover this later in the outline, but... Are you familiar with uh, Tesla having a lot to do with this as well?
0: Now, that's some of our theories, which we will cover later in the outline. Um, so you Called can it. you can bring that up as we get there. But I'm just talking about, like, space-time as a whole. Now, it's no secret. We aren't physicists, so take this with some salt. Um, you guys aren't? No, we are not. Now, you may have another view on this, Doctor. There's different in... Uh
2: physicist and a physician right yeah't well, know that. <laughs> once we get through this we'll see what the
0: good doctor has to say all right uh, now to understand theoretical time travel we got to get to the concept of space-time um, and guys feel free to chime in if you guys have some two cents or, or anything any dick jokes or anything um, so before Einstein came along space was basically understood as a fixed three-dimensional grid that we move through. So think of a big um, Travis Scott Reese's Puffs box. This contains the whole universe. And time is basically a single track that we're on, moving forward into the future, away from the past. So picture... your track, by the way. So picture the Travis Scott box... This contains the whole universe, which is space. Did you get your hands on some of that, by the way? I did not. Now, this is being set on a boring roller coaster track, just moving forward in a straight line at a constant speed. Hmm. Okay. So by this understanding, you guys tracking? I'm tracking. So I by tracking. Thi- okay. By this understanding, you can move around in space all you want. But the universe is all moving forward at the same time, at the same rate. Uh, You can't change this rate any more than you can change uh, matter that takes up space, protons having a positive charge, electrons having a negative charge, yada, yada, yada. Um, This is, as they say, just the way things are. So basically, everything's on a track moving forward, and we're just on that track. Well, the track is time. The box is space, and everything is in that box. And space tracking?
2: is a box of Travis Scott's Reese's Puffs.
1: Yes. I mean, it's just one of them little puffs.
0: All right, so that's what it's we used even, to think.
2: That's just our universe.
0: Yeah, now that's what we used to think. Now let's put old Einstein into play, old Einie. Um, so Einstein and other scientists at the time, but let's just keep it with Einstein for now. Because su- no one knows who the fuck those other guys are. Exactly, uh, he suggested a very different picture of space and time. Rather than being two separate things, space being the giant Travis Scott box uh, mm-hmm. we move through, and time being the linear track we're on, Einstein suggested that space and time are a single, are a single unified thing. He's more of a Yeezy fan. Are we tracking. Looking a little lost over there, T-Bag. We tracking?
1: Processing. All right. So now we just got the box.
0: So, yeah. Now, I think also this might also be unified field theory, correct? Unifying the fields? <laughs> <laughs>
1: not not <laughs> yeah. this again, man. Okay. So, <laughs> now,
0: again, we're not
2: physicists here. All right. Well, all right,
0: all right, are, are we tracking so far, though? So Einstein basically says that they're a singular thing. Now, to explain this, here we go. I got another breakdown for you guys. So say you have a two-dimensional space, like a sheet of paper. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, You can add an extra dimension to it, which would be height, to have a three-dimensional space. You got length, width, and depth. Tracking? Tracking, tracking. Okay, so Einstein's basically saying that time is a fourth spatial dimension that we add to our three-dimensional space that we typically think about. This is hard to picture because it's like you can't really wrap your head around it. Um, But just keep in mind the idea that time is an extra spatial dimension. Okay? Tracking?
1: We're tracking. Look at Rob. He's tracking. Okay. He's tracking hard.
0: Now, just as the addition of a third dimension to a flat piece of paper creates the three-dimensional manifold that we call real space, this fourth dimension to real space creates a four-dimensional manifold that we call space-time. Are we Mm tracking?
2: Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so we used to think of time as a track. Everything moved down and at a constant rate. Now we can think of every object as being situated inside this four D manifold called space-time, and further, every object has a constant speed that it's moving at. Now, why do objects move at a constant speed? This that's just is just the way it is. I mean, it, more or less, yeah. Like that's uh, <laughs> it's just like too complex to get into. A lot of science, actually, very scientific. We won't get into it. Uh, but just take it for granted. That's what these guys have discovered. Objects all seem to move at a constant rate through 4D manifold of space-time. Now, Rob, you're not moving, right? You're sitting still. Technically, I'm still moving, though. Okay, Adam, you're sitting still, right? You're not moving.
1: Watch the Jays, there, scientist.
0: Now you can control the speed at which you move correct? You can walk, run, drive, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Am I right? And drink your own piss. (laughs) So (laughs) how is it that you have a constant speed through space time? Well, let's imagine this. So say you're on an X, Y axis. You guys all familiar with that?
1: Well, algebra, geometry there, buddy.
2: Didn't pay a lot of attention in that class.
1: All right. No, we did not.
0: X, Y axis. Yes, I'm just I'm messing with you. I okay. It is. Let's say that you're a dot on this X, Y axis. The forward axis going up and down, this is time. The Y axis, we'll say. Horizontal yeah. axis, the X axis, this is space. Now, you are moving at a constant speed through space-time. There's nothing you can do about this. Um, just like, as they say, when the mob puts a hit out on somebody. Oh, well, we had a little problem, and there's nothing we could do about it. Now, you do have control over the direction you move through space-time. So you can move in more of the X direction or more in the Y direction, but you'll stay at the same constant speed no matter what you do. Now, admittedly, this is where things got a little confusing for me, or I guess I would say hard to grasp. I mean, are you guys tracking so far?
1: Vaguely. We're a Reese's box. Going at like this diagonal angle across the x y axis, right?
0: Well, no, this is All just right. us. So you're just a single dot. Forget the Reese's box. The x y no, axis. about it.
1: The x y <laughs>
0: axis would be in the Reese's box.
1: There's nothing I can do about this Reese's box.
0: Well, the Reese's box that was old shit. This was that was before okay. Einstein came along. That's <laughs> that old shit. Yeah, he said fuck Travis Scott. Um, we're gonna do a whole new thing here. Uh, now, um, So you're just the dot on the xy-axis And you're moving at a constant rate through space-time Now, when you move through space You're diverting some of your space-time speed Away from the movement in the forward direction of time To the horizontal direction of space So say you're sitting right here And you get up to go to the bathroom When you were sitting, all of your space-time momentum Was moving you through time You weren't moving through space at all When you got up and walked to the bathroom, you converted some of this speed at which you were traveling through time for your movement through space. So you moved a fraction of a fraction more slowly forward in time when you went and walked to the bathroom. You tracking?
1: Are you asking for consent right now? Because you're fucking my mind. (laughs)
0: I'm asking if you're tracking. Now, this is what I'm saying. This is where it got a little confusing for me. But, uh, I mean, do we press forward or do we want to try to break this down? Press forward.
1: Keep keep going. Keep
0: going. Okay. Now, say instead of walking to the bathroom, let's say you sprinted there. Um, Now, you would have diverted even more of your space-time speed into movement through just space, and this would have made it even less progress forward through time. So the faster you move through space, the slower you move through time, and vice versa. The slower you move through space, the faster you move through time. Does this make sense? What if you're really baked? (laughs) Well, then, yes, they do say time is relative. So it's going to move a little bit slower. Like, you ever, okay, you ever be sitting in class and you're like, God damn, this was the longest 20 minutes of my life? Yep. Or
1: let's say you're
0: you're sitting there doing
1: nothing. Yeah.
0: Or let's say you're really tired in the morning and, oh, I just want to rest my eyes for a quick second and 10 minutes goes by in the blink of an eye. This is kind of that in in work. Okay. You tracking? Okay, Hit okay. snooze on your alarm an hour later. So remember this. Okay. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> fucking your own mind. No, over no, no, there, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no! I just read it wrong. So, so you guys remember everything is moving through space time at a constant speed, right? Unless you're sprinting or really baked. Yes, I mean technically yes, um, but you're still moving at that constant <laughs> it's speed. Like opposite ends through space time. Now, the constant speed that everything is moving at, this is just one of many constant facts about the universe. Um, I think we discussed this in our Goldilocks, uh, our Fermi Paradox episode. In that book I read for that, The Goldilocks Enigma, they talk a lot about these constant facts. Like, there's a set of rules that the universe abides by, and, like, science is trying to understand these rules and, like, figure out, like, that's wh- why this is and, like, how we can... Um, you know, how those rules all play with one another. Um, That's more or less what science is trying to do. Now, other constants are things like the mass of an electron, the charge of a proton, yada, yada, yada. We talked about this. Now, these constants, these are just facts. They're rules about the universe that we've discovered. Science doesn't know why they are the way they are, but they just seem like basic facts. You cannot alter these facts. This is just, as we said, the way things are. Tracking? Tracking?
1: Tracking, tracking.
0: Okay, now there is a name, or I guess a symbol for the constant speed that we're all traveling through space-time. This is a lowercase c. Now, how fast is c? It's the speed of light. So when you sit down, you are moving at the speed of light, 186,000 miles per second through space-time.
1: This is all like the e equals m. This is the c equals mc squared, right?
0: Uh, I don't think that's the equation there, buddy. (laughs) It's E equals M C squared,
1: but C, I I believe, C is uh,
0: part of that. Um, I don't know again. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a scientist. Okay, he's not Albert Einstein. (laughs) Not Einstein. I didn't come up with this theory. I'm just explaining it as best I can. All right. So, hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. So you're you're traveling at the speed of light through time, correct?
1: We all are, right? Yes, constant speed.
0: Now, when you say you get up and go get a condom out of the dresser. Uh, You divert, maybe you don't. (laughs) So you're going to divert a tiny, tiny bit of that speed to movement through space. And when you sit back down, you're returned to moving through time at the normal speed. Now think about it. These are tiny. This is like um, in office space. These are fractions of a fraction of a penny. They're not whole pennies. These are fractions of time, right? Tracking? Until you fuck up the equation. So, uh, remembering that the speed at which we move through space-time is constant, it's a fact of nature, much like like the mass of an electron, we can then ask, why can't we travel through time? So, do we want to ask that? Nope. All right, well, let's just break that down. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we can move through time. We're doing it right now at, at close to the speed of light. Um, Now, we can alter the speed at which we move through time by moving through space at different rates. So the question of time travel seems to be whether we can know with confidence that we can't go backward or jump forward in time. Now, as of right now, mainstream science is saying that we cannot. Um, The reason is that just like we can't make electrons have a different mass, as they naturally do, um, the mass of an electron is fixed. It's a constant fact about the universe. We can't make objects move through space time at a different rate as they naturally do because the speed. That's just the way things are. Yes, because the speed at which all objects move through space time is fixed at C. C is a constant. We don't know how to manipulate it yet. And we are currently tempted to think that it's unmanipulatable, if that makes sense. Now, are we tracking?
1: I don't know if that's a real word now.
0: Okay. Manipulatable? We cannot manipulate it. Is that better? Uh, What we can do is divert more or less of our speed through space-time in the space direction. So if we diverted half of our speed through time to speed through space by traveling at half the speed of light, we would move through time half as fast. If we diverted all of our speed through time into speed through space, by traveling at the speed of light, we would cease to move through time at all. Time for us would stop. But what this really means is we would stop moving through time. So the short answer is we can't travel back or jump forward through time because it seems that the speed of light is constant. But theoretically, if we could attain near light speed, we could move forward through time. Now, one statistic I pulled was if you spent a year on a ship traveling 99.9% the speed of light, it is estimated that 223 years would pass on Earth. Mm. So that would be time travel, correct?
1: Technically, yeah, that would be time travel, right? Because everybody Everybody else else would be dead and you would just be a year older.
0: Yeah, now going into the past you'd theoretically, I guess, need to go faster than light speed.
1: Okay, um, that's what Solar. I've heard.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <so laughs> one of the, um, you guys ever heard of this Tipler cylinder? I have not. Okay. Uh, this gentleman, Frank Tipler, he showed in his 1974 paper that in a space time containing a massive, infinitely long cylinder, which is spinning along its longitudinal axis, the cylinder should create a frame-dragging effect. This effect warps space-time in such a way that light cones of objects in the cylinder's proximity become tilted, so that part of the light cone points backward along the time axis on a space-time diagram. Therefore, a spacecraft Accelerating sufficiently in the appropriate direction can travel backwards through time along a closed time-like curve. Now, uh, Stephen Hawking, he came out with this paper in like the late 90s called Chronology Protection Conjecture. And he basically says that uh, time travel will never happen because the laws of physics will always conspire to stop it from happening or that if time travel is possible it is not possible to alter the past because you were always there in the first place.
1: Uh, that's what I heard in my research. You can't go backwards, but you could possibly go forwards.
0: Okay.
2: But then can you go back once you go forward? <laughs> back forward again? <laughs> now there was if hey, all- you, you can only go forward then you're fucking stuck in the future. You can't There pull, is no
1: Marty McFly. Can't
2: pull
0: a Marty McFly. So you can't go back to the future. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> 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 all right, now, going off this Tipler cylinder, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I don't really understand what this is. Like, um, like a bunch of
2: mumbo jumbo.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like, frame dragging um, and these, like, uh, closed time-like curve, like all this stuff, I tried to look up. I mean, I just don't understand it. Um, but this guy, this scientist uh, I guess if you can call him that uh, Ronald <laughs> if you can call him <laughs> Ronald Mallet or Ronald Malay however you want to say that is he French? Um, he's a he's an African American gentleman well they can be French too buddy well I, I mean he he's, like, he's born in America. I don't think he's
2: French um,
0: the way you pronounce it just
2: sounded French
0: Well so then would it be Mallet okay Ronald Mallet. Um, they call this guy, the scientific, the hammer. yeah, the hammer, uh, <laughs> so, uh, this guy's been working on plans for a time machine since the late seventies. He said it is his fundamental goal in life. Now his technology would be based upon a ring lasers properties in the context of Einstein's general theory of relativity, um, now he first argued that the ring laser would produce a limited amount of frame dragging, which might be measured experimentally. He, so
2: this is the guy selling the time machine in uh, Napoleon Dynamite.
0: I uh, no, I think this guy couldn't get funding, so he's not. But this guy is a charlatan, I think. <laughs> Um, he argued that at sufficient energies, the circulating laser might produce not just frame dragging but also closed time like curves, allowing time travel into the past. Now, this is like similar to the Tipler cylinder, and Except if you' don't, it has lasers now, the way a time a closed time like curve, do you guys know what this is? Sounds weird, so this is if you trace out. A path of a particle through time and space—you'd expect that it won't return to the same point in time and space. But there are some. What if it's a boomerang. Sl- well, again, the, a boomerang. You ever thrown a boomerang? It's very—it comes back, but <laughs> you, like you still have to catch it. You know, you still have to go out there, like Antonio Brown, do some moves to catch it. Um, or don't do some moves. <laughs> yeah, but. There are some uh, solutions to the equation of general relativity where particles do return to the same point in time and space. The paths that loop back are called closed time-like curves. Now, from what I understand, this uh, mallet guy, the hammer, um, he has largely been exposed as a fraud. Uh, There's not a lot of hard science behind his claims. I had a picture in here of his... There's something
2: hard, but it's not science.
0: Yeah, so this guy is really like uh I don't think he's he ever got funding to do his research. He stopped um he stopped all like progress in, as in 2016 that's and I think I think he really just does like book tours and book signings. He's wrote a few books, so I think he's just trying to get as much cash as he can.
1: Maybe that's what we need to do. I'm just okay. So, a ring laser, is this guy got like a portal gun or something?
0: Well, it's this is all th- in theory, like, he hasn't theory, designed this. This is just he's saying, if we could make this, this is how it would look. I had a picture in here, but I guess it got deleted somehow. Um, I'll send it to you after. Saved it in your porn okay. file. Um, now, now there are some. So, given all that, I mean, what are we thinking of time travel? So, you're thinking, T-Bag, you can go forward but not back, based on modern science. That's what I've read. Okay. Rob, what are we thinking?
2: I mean, based on this amount of fucking that you just done to my mind, I think that I'm going to go with that you probably can go forward, but it would be tough to go backwards because just based on saying every – theory that we have studied so far is saying time is constantly moving. So if, it's mo- if it is moving forward, which obviously it is, because we're progressing, then if you did go back, I feel like it would just get fucked up somewhere along the way. Okay. So we're
0: you guys are both in agreement once I'm, again. That, I think it uh, could be
2: possible, but I think that it would be much more likely that you could travel into the future than travel into the past.
1: All right, well, here's my thing, because, all right, like, I don't know if this is later in the outline, and you can stop me if it is, but, like, that Charlie Chaplin video and then stuff like A Kid in King Arthur's Court or Connecticut Yankee in Kid Arthur's Court, whatever it is, that's about, like, that shows, like, people going from the future to the past, right? And we could tell because, like, that lady had an iPhone or whatever. How would you know if someone was from the past and in the future? Like Bill and Ted,
0: you know what I'm saying? Oh, so you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what you're getting at is like, if somebody came up to you today and said, Hey, I'm from the year 1611, or I mean, uh, (laughs) 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 I'm from the year 679,000, uh, you'd be like, you're fucking out of your mind. You're an idiot.
2: What if they looked crazy futuristic right? though? Like you'd be They're like looking like some shit
1: out of Xenon. Yeah, but see, oh. I, I feel like I'd be more inclined to believe that person than someone going, "Hey, I'm from 1611." I'd be like, "No, you're not, dude." Well, yeah, obviously, but Good no, day okay. To you, sir. <laughs> So here, here's my
0: thing. Here's my thing. What if, uh, like, let's take the Terminator for example. Say Arnold okay. Schwarzenegger knocks on your door and says. I am here to kill, I'm from the future here to kill your son. Like, you're going to be like, dude, this dude's out of his fucking mind. He's crazy. You're not just going to like run and get all your shit and like start some fucking uh, resistance, right? To fight this guy. You're going to be like, this guy's crazy. He's probably going to kill you, right? Say, hey, dude, do you want me to go over to your house and bake cookies with your wife again? Because I will. (laughs) That's a whole nother movie. (laughs) Still Arnold. (laughs) Like, uh, or how about the, We did an episode on the green children of Woolpit. They yeah. can't, possible time travelers, right? They got fucked up. Some fucked up green kids <laughs> trying
1: to
2: time travel. So, which we will find out later in the outline that they do like to use
1: kids for time travel.
0: All right. So, is that what you're saying? Or are you saying you're more likely to believe someone from the future than from the past?
1: I, I would think someone from the future would be able to travel back in time. More than I would think someone from the past would be able to travel forward, right? Because you would think in the future, I guarantee in the future, there's probably someone that figures this out, some scientific advancement that makes it possible.
0: Yeah, but, but if see. You take,
1: if you take me back to Leonardo da Vinci's laboratory, that guy probably doesn't have a time machine sitting there. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Okay, but that's what, what they about want you to
1: think <laughs> all right, what about Not say true.
0: let's say Elon Musk, and I'm just throwing a generic scientist name out there, engineer, let's say he makes a Tesla time machine and he goes forward like in a couple years. they're called Tesla Towers. That's fine, right you could but you okay. could see that right?
1: okay, you're right, that's only the past to the future. okay all right, are all you right. familiar
0: with that the Tesla Tower We'll get to there. We'll get there um just saying. Okay, so... Very interesting. Given all that science stuff, this is the shit they're not going to teach you in history class. Um, <laughs> None of the shit that we talk about <laughs> on here, is <laughs> anything you're going well, to in history class. That's why we got to bring it to the masses. We got to inform the public about this stuff. There are some who claim to be time travelers and others who claim that the government has unlocked these secrets and are keeping them hidden from the public for their own benefit uh most notable of these claims would probably be project pegasus pp now in 2004 all of this comes to light when uh washington state based attorney andrew d bashargo
2: passaggio
0: no it's bashargo I I heard him on Coast to Coast. (laughs)
2: I'm kidding, dude.
0: Uh, He begins telling his story of a top-secret organization called Project Pegasus, including a number of bizarre experiments that took him on journeys through time, space, and into parallel universes. He's probably hanging out with Tom DeLonge right now.
1: So he was basically the Hulk. Spoiler alert.
0: I mean, aside from the whole, like, gamma ray thing, I guess. That just I mean, hasn't when
1: they send him yet? Remember when they send him through time in Endgame, and he like comes back as a kid, and he like he comes back a couple of different times, and he's all messed up. Is that?
0: Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll hear the story. So, I mean, Spoiler let's alert. yeah, let's Jesus get in Christ. let's get into the history of it. So, around 1947, the government starts a research and development team formed by members of the Manhattan Project. Check out that episode and imported Germans under Operation Paperclip. Now, that's <laughs> definitely got to be an upcoming episode, right? We're not
2: talking about Mercedes-Benz here, folks.
0: Yeah, these were uh, Nazi scientists, Operation Paperclip. It's a whole thing. We'll do an episode on it. Um, but basically, they took these gr- this group of scientists, and they were enrolled as War Department special employees. Now, this research and development team was formed with the specific task of looking into teleportation. <laughs> These teams were absorbed into an umbrella project under the Air Force, which eventually became the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, also known as DARPA. This was founded in 1958, I believe, and the Pegasus program itself allegedly, quotes, resulted in numerous successful human teleportations, which subsequently led to time travel in 1970 all without the use
2: of lasers.
0: Now the mission of Project Pegasus was to study the effects of time travel and teleportation on children as well as to relay important information about past and future events to the US president, intelligence community and the military. Now it was estimated that 140 American school children secretly were secretly enrolled in Project Pegasus and went on to serve as America's first generation of, as Beshargo calls them, chrononauts. Now, apparently, children were used in the experimental teleportation jumps to Mars, along with time travel tests. Now, why children, you ask? Because of design limitations, it made it difficult for ad- adults to jump through these portals, and any adults that actually manage the jumps... Um, suffered psychological trauma. <laughs> so we'll just make kids do kid, it. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> I can't deal with this shit. Make my kid do it. I think it's something about the child mind. I mean, I, don't, I didn't want to do a lot of research into that, but uh, children were more psychologically sound for these jumps. Now, these jumps were sometimes unsafe as one child returned from his voyage before his legs. Jesus Christ. His whole leg? His both his legs, I guess. Uh, Alfred Weber, uh, he was one of these jumpers and he reported he was writhing in
2: pain with just stumps where his legs had once been.
1: Now, you're telling me that's not psychologically traumatizing to a child?
0: Well, that's more physical than psychological, am I right? Yeah, he probably I'm won't think about that for the rest of his life. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this guy, Andrew Bissago, Andrew Bissargo, um, he was a child jumper himself. And um, this is the guy who, who came out with all this. Now, he claims that future presidents, by the likes of both Bushes, Clinton, and Barack Obama, were also children involved in these experiments. Bisago claims that several of his voyages led him to the 1800s. On one occasion, he found himself at Gettysburg on November 19th, 1863, the day that Lincoln gave his famous Gettysburg address. Now, there's, I guess, a rumored picture of him, and it's like some kid wearing shoes that are too big for him because he lost his shoes in the jump and he had to get like some giant shoes or something.
2: That makes sense. <laughs>
0: Now Bashago also uh, you can tell by
2: his shoes here that uh, he's clearly <laughs> yeah. from the future. That's, that is not concrete proof. I heard there was a picture of like a blurry like ghost almost looking kid at at Gettysburg. Did you look it up? I did not. Well, but ghosts I mean, are photoshops all yeah. of the thing, you know? Yeah,
0: most like lists I looked up seem to be like, oh, proof time travel revealed, and then it would be just like Photoshop pictures. And then you are looking at a picture
2: of Jay-Z's <laughs> face edited on the yeah. from the 1800s.
0: Now, so this Bishargo guy, uh, he claimed to have traveled to the Ford Theater on the evening President Lincoln was assassinated. Um, he did this multiple times, even ran into himself twice, though he never actually witnessed the assassination. Each trip, he says, was slightly different than the last, Leading him to believe that it was just um, that it wasn't just time travel at play here. He was being sent into slightly different alternative realities on adjacent timelines,
2: is what he claims. Man, this really makes me want to do a Rick and Morty episode
1: or two. I'm surprised we haven't. Here, here's my spiel on this because <clears throat> I would believe this guy, except when he says something like the Bushes and Clinton Obama were there, you know those guys are going to deny, deny, deny. If I'm going to make something like this up, I'm going to be like, yo, my boy Rob will vouch. And Rob would vouch. But I'm not going to say, true, I would. oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go out there and be like, oh, Taylor Swift was there. She'll vouch. She'll be like, this guy's a loony.
2: I feel like don't, Obama, don't Obama one day might come clean.
1: Yeah, maybe one day in the future. But right now, he's probably like, no, not me.
2: Well, you <laughs> uh, we can see that I clearly wasn't there wasn't there.
0: <laughs> I mean maybe that's how these guys were able to become present they have like this chrononaut like they, they saw the future in the past you know they the studied I, uh, you know they studied Lincoln and stuff Illuminati how not fam. a good
1: shot
0: All right now Rob here we go uh, this is where you come in so how do these <laughs> machines work you might ask how does uh Bashago's machine works uh, well he claimed that it was tesla teleportation And we are not talking about Elon Musk. Or are we? Uh, No, we are not. Uh, Bashargo. Yeah, Bashargo. This guy
2: said he traveled into the future to 2045 and was using uh, fucking teleportation devices called Tesla towers. Who said that? This fucking lunatic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, you, read claims that he's friends with Bush and Obama. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Now, he never said they were friends. He just said they were fellow jumpers. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Mickey
2: Mouse Club back in the day.
0: But essentially, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it really is. Now, he revealed that between 1969 and 1972, as a child participant in Project Pegasus, he viewed the these past and future events through a device known as a Chronovisor and teleported back and forth across the country in vortal tunnels opened in the space-time via Tesla-based teleporters. Apparently, these were created from documents retrieved from Nikola Tesla's New York City apartment after his death in January of 1943 and revealed the schematic for a teleportation machine using something Bashargo calls radiant energy Uh, This machine would work by a shimmering curtain between two elliptical booms and passing through this curtain of energy, you would enter a vortal tunnel that would send him to his destination. Uh, The other teleportation devices included a plasma confinement chamber in New Jersey and a jump room in El Segundo, California. Now, what are we making of that? Sounds like some Wizard of Oz bullshit. (laughs)
1: pay no attention to the man behind the curtain this sounds curtain like a energy. <laughs> this sounds like a primitive primitive portal gun minus the gun part but you're creating a portal to go through okay right
0: now vortal tunnel a isn't
1: that, isn't that rob's made up word
0: yeah isn't that what you said at the top of the episode yeah and you guys are fucking with me were you reading ahead <laughs> no i fucking did
2: some research motherfucker <laughs> you dirty dog <laughs> all right you acted like I was crazy. All right. So here now. Hey, what the fuck is a Vortal? That's what I was saying. Now, this is my it whole sounds thing. Sounds like some made up shit. You just combined portal and vortex
0: and you're like, oh, it's a new word. I mean, that's maybe what this guy did, but this radiant <laughs> energy, uh, this shimmering curtain, what does that remind you of? Shimmering curtain, like almost like w- a waterfall, right? Don't go chasing those. Now, I'm thinking. This guy is talking about water jumping through these curtains. That's what makes a uh, hot tub time machine the most accurate movie on time travel. Ah, right, you are. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, this guy would have been onto something if he claimed that there was also a hot tub in one of these uh, locations that he jumped through. <laughs> he didn't fully want He didn't want everyone to fully
2: think that he was full of shit. He's like, there's no way they'll believe if I tell them about the tu- the,
1: tu- the hot tub. <laughs> no. They'll never believe the hot tub, but they'll believe about Bush and Obama. Got it, got it, got it, got it.
0: Okay. What this guy is saying, <laughs> if what this guy is saying is true, he's essentially saying that um, there's a secret advanced U.S. space-time program that emerged that emerged 40 years ago and for four decades this program has used esoteric technologies involving chronovision and teleportation to perform remote sensing in time of past and future events now for the past 3 decades teleportation has also been used to send individuals from earth to strategic US bases on mars the rover wasn't really how they got
2: those pics.
0: Yeah, like he claims that there's these whole civilizations on Mars and it's populated, just like, um, what's the Schwarzenegger movie? Total Recall? Get your ass to Mars. (laughs) Like, that's what he's saying. It's like that.
1: Um, Please go watch John Carter after this.
0: Now... In one of his papers, because this guy has a website that's actually functioning, and I read in one of his got a lot of papers. Yeah, now I read in one of his papers, um, he claims the following. This is from the horse's mouth himself. He says,
1: "I take my responsibilities as a planetary whistleblower very seriously. This is a truth campaign for positive human development on this planet." The people of this planet have a right to a true telling of the natural history of the solar system that we inhabit. This includes the truth that Mars is an inhabited planet, and also that the United States secret space program has already sent individuals from this planet to the red planet. If we are to achieve a sustainable human future on this planet, we must demand that the US government reveal the teleportation technology that has been used to reach Mars so that it can now be used to revolutionize human transportation here on Earth.
0: Now, apparently, as far as I could tell, all this is coming out in his soon-to-be-published book, Once Upon a Time in the Time Stream, My Adventures in Project Pegasus at the Dawn of the Space-Time Age.
2: Interesting title,
0: Travis.
1: Didn't Stuart all.
0: Now, uh, that is also to be determined. According to the website, it was supposed to be in 2011, but I couldn't find anything on this book being published. Um, I mean, I love to get my hands on a copy. Oh, well, we were supposed to get the Carter Five like six years ago, too, and look what happened with that. Hey, once upon a time in the time stream, dude. <laughs> now, uh, this is all on his website that he runs, by the way, which is projectpegasus.net. Um, he also ran for president in 2016 under the banner, Andy, 2016, a time for truth. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking Toy Story spinoff. <laughs> 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 he, was, he was actually defeated, though, as we oh, know. Oh, surprisingly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's no way he could have exactly. gone back in time and fixed that. Hey, just couldn't do it.
0: Um, have no fear. He is back and running again in 2020, baby. Uh, so Andy, you can actually baby. go. Vote. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor the podcast, Andy. Vote for Andy, baby. Uh, you can actually go vote for uh, Andrew <laughs> Bishargo. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So uh
1: that
2: shirt. Yo, let's tell him that we'll put his shirt up if he sponsors our podcast.
0: All right. I'll send him an email. Um, we actually I send you
2: one back same day.
0: We actually got an email from a gentleman, a sci-fi writer, who wants to be on it. He said, if you're ever interested in interviewing a sci-fi author, let him know. Um, who the so, fuck was that? Well, I'll, I'll, We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> now, thoughts on this guy, his Andy. Uh, something king. Thoughts on Bashargo as a whole? Like, What do we think about this guy, his time travel story? Him running just- for president?
1: I'm sticking with what I said. If I'm coming up with an outrageous claim, whether it's true or not, however you feel about it, if I'm coming up with something outrageous, I'm going to ask my best friend to back me if I'm not going to go ask some famous person who's going to be like, who's this Jagoff?
2: Okay. I mean, I'm honestly surprised
0: this guy's still alive. <laughs> <laughs>
2: drop
1: it, drop it, name
2: dropping the Clintons on their shit?
0: That is actually very true. I really didn't think about that. Now he, so did he almost- might actually have some truth behind his claims. If he was killed, then yes. No, but I'm
2: saying, what if they're still using him for some time travel? Yeah, oh, okay. That's alive. why he's still alive. Yeah.
0: Okay, I didn't even think I about I mean, that. dude,
2: I honestly thought this guy was full of shit until I heard the thing about traveling forward in the future and he was using Tesla towers because I feel like with all of the fucking developments that Tesla as a company and Elon Musk have been doing, wouldn't it be too far-fetched to think this guy is trying to get into some fucking
0: time travel shit? Now, but Tesla Tower—that is separate from Tesla, the company. Or is it? It is named after Nikola Tesla, who he <laughs> says this research is based off. But that's a whole nother thing. Elon Musk isn't out here making time machines yet. <laughs> he's, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> How he do you
2: know, him, dude? Are you are you idea. in on those fucking <laughs> conference calls? Okay. Oh, let me call up podcasts from outer space. Run my fucking time travel by them. <laughs>
0: Elon Musk is not making a fucking time machine. You want to dude? make a bet? Yeah, I will make that bet with you. Uh, I,
1: I would be very surprised if he was not making a time machine. Twenty honestly. by the time 20 50,
2: by the time twenty fifty is here, Tesla's going to have some kind of a time machine developed. Okay, and if a time not, hundred bucks. You heard <laughs> it here.
0: Twenty fifty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
0: All right, now if money still exists, then. <laughs> Or time. (laughs) Uh, Now, let's get to some more alleged time traveler stories. Um, So, you know, I tried to, like, pull a list of some of the more, some of the ones that hold some weight, you know? Um, Marty McFly. Project Pegasus is probably the one that has most written about. Um, So do some independent research on that. Um, Let us know your opinions. But let's get to some more of these time traveler stories now. Um, There is this gentleman by the name of Robert Victor Goodard. He was an air marshal, and he was sent to inspect an abandoned airfield in Edinburgh in 1935. Um, Mm -hmm. It was dilapidated, and he made a note of this. And then he got back in his plane and takes off. But heavy rain and low visibility prevented him from going too far. I mean, this is 1935. He's not flying through a rainstorm. So he turns around and heads back to the airfield to wait out the storm. As he approached the landing strip, the clouds cleared, and the sun comes out shining all of a sudden. And he saw the previously abandoned land was now bustling with mechanics in blue jumpsuits. There were four yellow planes on the tarmac, And one of them was a kind he had never seen before. Now, keep in mind, this guy was a military pilot, so he was familiar with different airplane models at the time. I mean, it's the fucking 30s, so there's not that many. Um, And this is totally baffled him. Um, He's saying, you know, there's no way this shit was real. He thinks he was hallucinating. However, four years later, he was sent back to the airfield And it was far from abandoned. It was now in full use, complete with men wearing blue jumpsuits and yellow planes. And sitting on the runway was the plane that he couldn't identify in 1935, a Miles Magister. The Magister was first manufactured in 1938, three years after Goodard initially saw it. Um, And there's a picture right there of this thing. Now, his story is convincing because this guy wasn't even trying to time travel. It's just like, he was just, (laughs) this just happened. This is like a, what's that book, uh, the Stephen King one, like they go in, or maybe it's a Twilight Zone episode where they're in the plane and they go through like a tear in time, something like that, I'm thinking.
2: I think it literally is called a tear in time. Yeah? Well, and you can just tell me to shut the fuck up if I'm jumping too far ahead, but I also came across this thing with the, uh, what is that energy called?
0: Radiant energy? Radiant
2: energy. That there are like certain fields of it throughout the oh, earth. like just a patch? Yeah. So it's... That you could hit? If you believe in that, then there, it's possible that obviously a plane, if you can't see the field of energy that you're traveling mm-hmm. through, you maybe like jump through it like a fucking portal,
0: boom. yeah. It's like the shimmering, Maybe like
1: Bermuda Triangle.
0: Yeah, some shit like that. Okay. Um, now, what I've also heard is that uh, there are around the and, and these are all around the world. Um, there are hot tubs that when you get in them, they <laughs> send you back time. <laughs> I thought there's only lots one of, of those.
1: <laughs> lots of radiant energy in there.
0: Yeah. All right. Now, okay. So continuing the theme of planes. Now, in 1932, German newspaper reporter J. Bernard Hutton and photographer Joachim Brandt were assigned to do a story on the Hamburg-Altona shipyards. Uh, Now, after being given a tour of the shipyard... Very German, (laughs) (laughs) son. Yeah, what the fuck? Now, after being given a tour by a shipyard executive, the two newspapermen were leaving when they heard the drone of overhead aircraft. At first, they thought it was a practice drill, but that notion was quickly dispelled when bombs began exploding all around them. Uh, The roar of anti-aircraft gunfire filled the air, and the sky quickly darkened. Now, these two men realized they were in the middle of a full-on air raid, and they quickly got into their car and drove away from the shipyard back toward Hamburg. As they left the area... The sky seemed to brighten, and they again find themselves in the light of an ordinary late afternoon. Now, they look back at the shipyard, and there was no destruction, no bombed-out inferno, no aircraft in the sky. And um, one of the gentlemen, Brandt, uh, he had taken photos during the attack, and they showed nothing unusual. Now, it wasn't until 1943 that the British Royal Air Force attacked and destroyed the shipyard just as Hutton and Brandt had experienced 11 years prior. Mm. So that's, again, like another, like, like just like when the guy was flying, like maybe they hit one of these things in their car, you know? Mm. Some radiant energy. Maybe there was a lot of that going around um, at the time. Hell, maybe they hopped in a time machine that was a hot tub. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they jumped in a hot tub with the shipyard executive, smoked a couple stogies, they get out, and they're fucking traveling through time. They think they're at (laughs) Oktoberfest
2: having a good time, jump in the old hot tub. Next thing you know, they're getting fired at.
0: Okay, now, Adam, this next one, this is... um, this is, I believe, what you were talking about, the Charlie Chaplin, the old woman in the circus. Now, this is yes. a, yeah, like this Charlie is Chaplin. an interesting story. Um, when I, I remember when I first saw about this, when this first came out, um, because as I was saying, there's so many of those time travel photos that are literally just Photoshop pictures. But this one, I mean, let me know what you guys think about this one here. Um, so back in 2010, a filmmaker named George Clark was watching a Charlie Chaplin film called The Circus which was filmed in 1928. Now, he noticed an old woman who seemed to be talking into a phone. It is entirely possible that the old woman isn't a time traveler calling her friends back in the future. Um, But if that's not the case, why don't you guys be the judge? I mean, check out the video. Like, what do we think this could possibly be? Uh, Because...
1: Well, first off, when you go watch the video, I assume you're going to share this with everybody. The video, the yeah, link.
0: I'll put the link in the description. Yes,
1: when you go watch it, don't try to turn the volume up because there's no sound. It's a Charlie Chaplin film. It took me a while to realize that. <laughs> um, everything, I've, every like, if you watch it for me personally, I was like, this woman is on a cell phone. But a lot of people were disputing it, saying it's one of those like old-fashioned hearing aid devices looks like a damn smoking pipe or like a trumpet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, um, I guess that's a strong theory, but again, like why is she just randomly holding that to her ear and why is she speaking? Who is she talking
2: right, to? Right. Right. But also yeah, we're like smiling. Maybe herself.
0: And also who the fuck is her cell phone provider? <laughs>
1: yeah. She has service back in 1928 from the future. Dude, they probably got
2: something. She's yeah I a mean,
0: kid, she doesn't know
2: what's going on,
0: okay, but furthermore, she uh like took the time to dress the part, but then it's just talking on a cell phone. that doesn't really match up, right? Neither does that kid's shoes, apparently at the
2: fucking <laughs> <Wettysburg address.
0: laughs> that's all. this is another story, dude. I want you to know your thoughts on this one. What do you think she's talking into? I think it's just bullshit. It's just her fucking with people that she knew cell phones would be invented down the line. Uh, did know, you it's watch a the clip? Phone. Did you watch the clip? I've seen it before. All right, now what do you think it could be then? The hearing aid I mean, thing? Yeah. I think, okay.
2: I think maybe.
0: All right. It doesn't yeah. explain why she's talking,
1: but I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, see
2: bums talk to themselves on a daily basis all the time. Yeah, she could just be <laughs>
1: insane. That's true. There's there's a bunch of videos out there like this. You can go down a YouTube rabbit hole, honestly. Yeah, you honestly I did. can.
0: Now, now we are going to get to, uh, this is again, one of the, this is probably one of the most popular that I could find. Um, Might as, be as my a,
1: new favorite human being of all time. Check out this guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, this <laughs> one came up the most, uh, old fucking John, uh, Titty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this up.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> this is the case of John, Titor. Have you guys heard of this guy? Had you guys heard of this guy before? No. This guy was like a big deal. This was a viral uh, thing in the early ages of the internet. Now, you guys are old, right? You remember when the internet came about? Uh, chocolate rain. <laughs> yeah, he's up there with chocolate rain and unforgivable. Um, old John Titor. So, on the 27th of January, 2001... Do you guys remember where you were? Sure fucking don't. <laughs> okay. Well, this was three Probably years. just hanging out at the house because I was in
2: fucking high school. All right, Actually, now keep, that might have been middle school. Keep this yeah, in. You were in middle school, Doug. Yeah,
0: keep keep in mind this is three years before Andrew Bishargo's claims. Um and this message was posted on an online forum, post to post, which is a coast to coast AM message board. And it read
2: Greetings. I'm a time traveler from the year 2036 on my way home after getting an IBM 5100 computer system from the year 1975. The time machine is a stationary mass temporal displacement unit manufactured by General Electric. The unit is powered by two top spin dual positive singularities that produce a standard offset Tipler sinusoid. I will be happy to post pictures of the unit.
0: Now, John claimed that uh, we inhabit a superverse where every possibility is happening concurrently across an infinite number of parallel universes. By traveling through different times and dimensions to the past, he claims he would never be able to return back to the exact dimension from which he came. Instead, he expected to travel to one different but very similar to his original timeline. Now, again, this is like that episode of Rick and Morty where they got like, yeah, like to little go, like of a little bit of like you know, some are just fractions differently. like bit of a little bit of a little bit of a are bit of a little bit of the same. You do the same thing as you do in this a life, except you have a mole uh, above your a or something like that. or like, something very that. Like, minuscule things very like that. Uh, now, this is what this guy claims. Uh, by the year 2036, he says that time travel will be developed by the government and used for several years by the time of his expedition.
1: So, Rob, you've been sitting pretty for 14 years, the easiest hundred bucks you've ever made.
0: Now, John said that he was a soldier on a mission to go back to 1975 to retrieve an IBM 5100 portable computer, which contained an outdated piece of coding that was needed in the future as these IBMs came with a feature that set itself apart from other computers of the time. Uh, basically, what this f- feature was is it had a code written into it where it could debug and emulate code written in other programming languages, such as BASIC and APL. Sounds like a bad IBM commercial to me. <coughs> well, keep listening. According to old John, uh, he said this feature would allow people of the future to keep their technology technological architecture running after a Unix timeout error in 2038. Um, he said that debugging the code would keep the world's computers from having a meltdown. Uh, the army had chosen him because of his, knowledge, his historical knowledge and because his grandfather had been one of the people who had worked on the IBM 5100. Um, he claimed that he was making the posts in an effort to warn people about oncoming civil and nuclear wars that would supposedly cost millions of lives in the future. Uh, so what are we thinking so far? Of old John.
1: Little John? I'm thinking Pixar didn't happen. Okay. Where where is his picture? He said he was going to post pictures of the unit. Is that on the site? Did you come across those?
0: Here we go. We're we're getting there. This is actually where things get a little freaky. Um, Okay. So in his post about the IBM 5100, uh, he described a special feature of the machine which had not been publicly announced. Bizarrely, Some of these computers are, in fact, said to have this special code, which stopped being used after the 1970s. In 2004, a few years after his story was posted, uh, Bob DeBook, an engineer who helped design the IBM 5100, confirmed that this feature existed on the IBM 5100 model. Now, John also revealed information about the future rife with warfare. Uh, He describes the second civil war between cities and rural populations. Uh, He describes the outbreak of World War III, nuclear fallout, uh, going back to simple farming communities. He also basically predicted the Iraq War. I mean, keep in mind, his posts were pre-9-11 when he wrote them, and in one of his posts, he wrote the following.
2: None of these things I've said would be a surprise. They were set in motion 10, 20, even 30 years ago. Are you really surprised to find out that Iraq has nukes now, or is that just BS to whip everyone into accepting the next war?
1: There's got to be a joke about President Bush because he's talking about Iraq having nukes. This guy probably actually was friends with George Bush.
0: Okay. So you're thinking
1: he's just one of his friends. If you're going to make an outrageous claim, you better have someone who's going to back it up. That's all I'm going to say.
0: All right. Now, he also claims that while time travel was invented in the year 2034 in his future, it has not been made available for public use. Uh, He went on to post pictures of the machine and instruction manuals of this alleged machine onto the form. Now, I pulled a couple right there. I'll also post these on the Instagram that, it's, uh, that one on the left there is the time machine itself. I believe it's in a Corvette. That
2: looks it. like a CB radio from the 1980s.
0: Okay. <coughs> and um, this is the uh, manual right here, the instruction manual. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now, all right. So you're thinking, ah, CB radio, who gives a fuck? Uh, now, one guy named Martin Pullman, he took John's ideas and documents And in 2004, he filed a U.S. patent for a time machine. It was published in 2006 and has since been considered an interesting, if albeit theoretical, application for the possibility of time travel. It is actually on the U.S. patent website currently. You can go look at it. You can go check out all the stuff. Um, Now, I believe... So what are we thinking of that? This guy literally took the instruction manual and said, Okay, I'll I'll fucking do you one better. Applied for a US patent and got and got it.
1: And he got all his parts from that website where you get the stuff from China.
0: Well no, he didn't build it. This is just the patent that he filed for it. Oh. And the patent I mean, I guess like who how would the patent people know what the fuck he's talking about? They would just be like, sure, we'll give you the goddamn patent, dude. Well, you have to have like a Pretty significant list of how the thing is going to work to get a patent for it. Well, so it, then th- th- this <clears> guy <throat> is genuinely true. This is this is correct.
1: Oh, got I another hope crazy so if guy. It's in the
0: damn outline. <laughs> now I went. I did. I went on. <laughs> I went on the patent website. I pulled this image from the patent website. Although it said it has been abandoned the patent has been abandoned as of twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, I believe. Now, what Time does that mean? Time for us mean? to get our hands on that shit and make some money. What does that mean? Does that? How do patents
2: work? What does abandoned mean? That means that this guy didn't know what the fuck he was doing, so he never like made it work. So he just had the patent and was sitting on it. Okay. Okay. So now we get that patent. We sit on it. When someone wants to buy it from us, boom, millionaires. <laughs> but I thought this guy has it. When Cut all them. this out, so no one steals our idea.
1: I'm liking Rob's idea. Let's get our hands on this bad boy. Get the parts from that Chinese website. Boom. We're yeah, we can We're tell
2: everyone. Yeah, we've got a patent on a time
0: machine right now. It's
2: still in the works. No big deal. Yeah. All
1: right. Well. Well.
0: Some. Um, Let's hold our horses right there. Now, some believe that uh, Lawrence Haber may be behind this whole story as he is a lawyer from Florida and is the CEO of the John Titor Foundation, which published John Titor, A Time Traveler's Tale, which is only $799 on Amazon.
2: (laughs) Classic lawyer move.
0: (laughs) But this is because it's like he only published a certain amount and like... um,
2: wasn't getting those retainer fees, had to resort to fucking making <laughs> a book.
0: Uh, he only published a certain amount and it's become something of like conspiracy theory legend and lore. So like a, a copy is super rare. This is like we were talking about in uh the Carlos Allende letters. Like, remember the mm. book with the annotations? Like oh. that's like a legendary book within UFO lore. Like if you ever find a copy, it's worth a lot of money. That's the same with uh this Time Traveler's Tale. Now, but the main theory about this guy is, although he may not be John Titor himself, his brother or his son could be. Um, His brother is a computer scientist, and his son allegedly is connected to projects with the NSA, the U.S. Air Force, and NASA. Interesting. So... What are we thinking? This guy just conjured up this hoax, earned a little money. I mean, he's a lawyer. He knows the ins and outs of patents. He may be posed as this other guy, filed the patent to give it some legitimacy.
1: The legitimacy? Are you working on that novel? What are we thinking? I'm thinking, and I'm going to be frank with you guys, it's a tale as old as time.
0: What making fake hoaxes about time travel? Yeah. Have, you seen, have you seen a real one yet? <laughs> Alright, now when uh now in regards to this, um hit me up in uh 2045 with a hundred bucks, all right? <laughs> when a private investigator asked Haber whether or not his son could be John Titor, he simply replied
1: Wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. <laughs>
0: so uh Murder there's, was the case. There's a bunch of other like connections, but evidence is um, not entirely conclusive that this guy is it. Um, another theory is that um, John Titor was actually Oliver Williams, who was the creator of the fan website, JohnTitor.com.
1: Dude, there's another new t-shirt. I am John Titor.
0: Now... Okay, the biggest issue is obviously that like a lot of his claims came true. I mean the Iraq war thing is a little weird, right? A little. Not too far fetched though. What you're saying this guy just correctly predicted the Iraq war?
1: I mean Everybody was running around saying Iraq has nukes?
0: I mean, that's a pretty complicated thing to predict. (laughs) Say, oh, Iraq has WMDs, or is that just an excuse for you to go in? Because that's, like, literally exactly what happened. I don't believe it. Okay, now why are you saying you don't believe it? Just like that's just you're saying one thing? There's no hard evidence. He predicted the Iraq War. The Iraq (laughs) War is the hard evidence. He
1: posted it on a message board. He
0: posted it before 9-11.
2: Yeah, because, as we already said,
0: George Bush is his fucking homie. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, so maybe this guy – or maybe this guy just (laughs) had the political, like, foresight to predict that. It's possible, right? Possible. Now, several things he did say came close to coming true. Um, They shared similarities with his claims, but – This could also possibly be his many worlds interpretation of quantum physics. You know, he said, you're never going to go back to the exact timeline you came from. Maybe his predictions for his future aren't the one that we're currently living in. He didn't get on the same track, you
1: know? Just like another Endgame spoiler, dude. One in a million times, you got to hope that you get the right... What, what's the Doctor Who quote? Not doctor Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> doctor
0: <laughs> <Dr. laughs> Who. I think it was like, wasn't it one in like forty-five million or something like that? Well, I think
2: it was more than that, dude. Forty five billion. Yeah, 45, 45 billion. Bill. All right. Well, anywho, three thousand.
0: Uh, okay. Now this is actually this is actually very freaky. Let me t- let me see what you guys think about this. Uh, Been one real freaky on this. All right. Episode. So one early claim of T tours was that CERN would discover time travel or the foundations of time travel in 2001. Now, according to public knowledge, this, this did not occur, but CERN did discover the Higgs boson in 2012. So, I mean, are, are you guys familiar with the Higgs boson particle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the Higgs boson this is the like listeners the, can't
2: see that buddy
0: this is like the hadron collider where it's like they're just shooting particles to try to find like uh, okay here we go I watched this whole thing on this let me try to break this down see if you guys are tracking so yeah so the big bang happens and there's all these particles floating around just freely through space time we'll say and then comes along Um, the Higgs field, I think it's called. Imagine you put a bunch of, uh, so imagine the particles floating around freely are just ping pong balls on a plate. Then imagine you put a bunch of sand on that plate and try to move the balls around. They're going to move a little bit slower, but this sand is basically the Higgs field. And each grain of sand is a particle. These are extremely, extremely small, but they with the Hadron Collider, they're basically shooting these particles at at each other at light speed and they're watching these little tiny explosions to catch these pieces and they've now basically these
1: are the sand slugs
0: yeah this is called the <laughs> it's called the god particle Same and they've thing. they basically like found this they they've proven this existed now this could possibly be the basis for time travel technology so what are we thinking there i mean this guy literally said that too you think he's just also a fucking brilliant scientist and physicist, and he's homies with George Bush, and he knows all this shit about the War? <laughs> I'm thinking this guy could be a time traveler, dude. He's just upset that Elon Musk is actually developing a time machine. He's not, dude, and you're gonna <laughs> fucking, you're gonna be coughing up two hundred bucks because you already owe me
1: a hundred. I'll play skeptic here because he Tito claims that it's going to happen in two thousand and one. They don't discover the boson particle till 11 years later. What if this guy really is just some nut job living in a basement in Canada? Doing a lot of research. These, yeah, and then he just throws out all these, I mean, eventually, like, a blind squirrel is going to find a nut, right? So if he just okay. comes in with a whole bunch of random, like, Nostradamus-type thoughts, eventually yeah. he's going to be gay, hey, right?
0: So maybe this guy is another Nostradamus-type, you're thinking? A charlatan? Maybe. Doing a lot of cocaine. I mean,
1: Like, I... I uh, how is he going to come up with Iraq weapons of mass destruction? That that seems a little too on the nose for me. But again, even a blind squirrel can find a nut, right?
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, with the Higgs boson, like I said, like um, so with the Hadron Collider, they basically proved that light speed might be theoretically possible. And by theoretically turning off this Higgs field, we could somehow theoretically... Unmass objects and be able to travel in time. So, patent pending, guys. We need to get our hands on that. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, well, apparently Elon Musk already has it. Not (laughs) not this one.
1: Hey, Rob, just claim your homies with Elon Musk. That's how this works. Yeah.
0: So, you know Elon. He's a close friend. He actually gave you the schematics. And when Elon dies... (laughs) It's very scientific. We won't get into (laughs) it. Yeah. So... uh, (laughs) All right, so those are like the most, I guess even all those could be you could write all those off as hoaxes, right? You might. Now there is a couple of theories I wanted to get to. Um I mean, do we have time like uh you guys want to get through some of these theories? Let's get through them. Okay, so you ever heard of like a glitch in the matrix or the Mandela effect?
1: Heard of, not familiar with.
0: Okay. I I, Essentially, I think this is the same thing. Like, have you ever been so sure that you did something, but then you go back and, like, like let's say you went and got a glass of water and then you, like, think you left it on the counter and you go back and there's, like, nothing there? They say that's, like, a glitch in the Matrix, you know?
1: Oh, all the time.
0: Okay. If you don't know what the Mandela Effect is, it's false memory, typically referring to uh, pop culture or current event references. Uh, It's basically remembering something, that doesn't match with historical records. Now, I pulled a few examples for you guys. So, um, Nelson Mandela, when did he die?
1: Don't no, Okay. Don't he, This guy's going to sit here and pretend I've seen him going through the answers, unhighlighting him to look at him while we were doing this. Yeah. All right. When did he
0: die? Come on, answer the question.
1: Just tell him the answer. I don't know. Wasn't it, like, 89?
0: You think 89? Yeah. All right, Rob, what are you saying? I think it's later than that. All right, when do you think it is?
1: I think it was pretty recent, wasn't it? Yes, it was actually
0: 2013. Um, But a lot of people specifically remember him dying in prison in Ah. the 1980s. (laughs) What?
1: My brain is Mandela, dude.
0: So there you go, Mandela effect at work. All right, how about this one? How about this one? You guys will know this one. There was a there was like books when we were kids. It was a family of bears. What was their name? Bernstein Bears.
1: Goldilocks and the three bears.
0: No, Adam, what was their <laughs> name? What do you remember it as?
1: Papa Bear, Mama Bear.
0: No, no, the one Rob just said.
1: Bernstein Bears.
0: Um no, they actually spelled their last name with an A. It was Bernstein Bears. Oh, that sounds really weird. But hey, a lot of people remember uh, Bernstein Bears.
1: Oh man, because it rhymes. All right. They
2: were just bad at pronouncing things in America.
0: All right, <laughs> how about this one? How about this one? True or false? Curious Ooh. George had a tail.
1: I'm gonna say true. I say false.
0: Yep, never had a tail.
1: That's because this thing is looking
0: <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. How this about the last this one? one? I looked at. How about this one? How about this one? You know the show with Sarah Jessica Parker, and all the women. What was it called?
1: Sex and the City.
0: Yeah. Sex and the City.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Not sex in the city. I mean, that's no, what I it should have been called.
1: I I feel like it's and because I always see it on the TV guide and I'm like, this <laughs> no make sense, right? Because and- you're
0: always watching it, probably. Yeah, it is Sex and the City, but a lot of people specifically remember it's Sex in the City.
1: It should be in the City. That would make way more sense.
0: Okay, now, um, how about this one for you guys? Um, hot Dogs. You guys are big fans, right?
1: <laughs> We're not Bill Castles. <laughs> all, right, all
0: right, finish this song. My baloney has a first name. It's...
1: Oscar.
0: My baloney has a second name. It's
1: M-E-Y-E-R.
0: M-E-Y-E-R?
1: M-E-Y-E-R.
0: Wrong. It's M-A-Y-E-R. Oscar Mayer. It's an A, (laughs) Uh, not an E. Isn't that a mindfuck? Now, how about this one? How about this one? True or false? The Monopoly man has a monocle.
1: False, but he should have one. I thought he did.
0: This is the Mandela effect at work here. You you guys are remembering it differently. False. He does not have a monocle. Pull up, pull it up. Let's see the pic. Google it right now.
1: I will. He yeah, does indeed.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh once Rob figures that out, we'll we'll let him get <laughs> his mind blown. What do you think? No monocle, right? And don't pull up some photoshopped bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go.
2: He doesn't. You're absolutely right.
0: All right. Are we ready for this one? This was honestly the most mind-blowing of them all. It actually fucking fooled me. All right? You ready? C3PO. You guys are Star Wars fans, right? What color is he? Where the fuck is he? I know he's in this room somewhere. What color is he? Come on. Right off your memory. You guys are the biggest Star Wars fans I know. C3PO. What color is he? How fucking hard is that? Part silver, part gold, part red. Okay. Uh, in the, the original film, in, in the original film, number four, what color is he?
1: Like rusty gold. Is that a color? Yeah, I'll say gold.
2: Gold, all gold? All gold, everything. All gold?
1: Yes.
0: False. Gold, right yep, leg yep. from the knee down is silver. You're right. Now, that, that shit blew my mind. Um. So yeah, some theories on this Like a lot of people say Like what is happening here? How can so many people remember something One way and it actually be different You know? Because um, we're not all Albert Einsteins out here We're not all fucking Elon Musk <laughs> Well, so here we go. There's so some theories here. And this one I love. I just had to throw this in there for shits and gigs. Uh, many people who claim to be abducted by aliens report being shown images and even films that never existed while on board alien spacecraft. Could the Mandela effect be the suppressed memories of possible abductees of their time aboard a spacecraft? They're just <laughs> showing us pictures of gold c 3 <laughs> yeah, Aliens are just like. Check this out. And it's sex in the city instead. (laughs) 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 They They just like discovered paint 94. Now, others say this could be the interference of time travelers. This could be a potential explanation for the Mandela effect. These changes, while forgotten by a majority of the population, are retained by some. It is these people who experience Mandela effects Uh, These are memories based on remnant memories from the world before the change. But this does not make complete sense. I read this. This guy did a whole article on it. And he was saying, even if space and time are changed, why would a minority of people still remember um, the event now as if it never happened? Um, This Mm. would be like saying... Particular molecules in matter can exist in two states at one time, which is not possible. Um, an event causes someone to remember it. Someone travels back in time and changes that event. The event is now changed, so the memory would be changed as well. There can be no remnants, no no nothing left over. It's either it changes or it doesn't, unless cause and effect do not matter. Now everything in the universe has a cause and thus an effect of that cause. This is accepted science, But there have been those who have questioned the science and if it's absolute. It is this questioning which may provide an opening for the seemingly impossibility of the Mandela effect. Uh, Carl Jung, you guys know who this was?:
1: no. He was maybe a fan of like a, a personality
0: t- test. Uh, maybe. Like the Myers Briggs thing? Maybe. I don't know if that was him or not, but this guy put forward the notion of synchronicity in the fifties. So basically nice, please. seemingly uh, meaningless coincidences are in fact meaningful. Um so despite having no obvious thread which connects them. Now,
1: like deja vu. Similar. No, but no, but not, not really deja, deja the same vu. Thing.
0: It's like so say like you were um talking about Joaquin Phoenix and then he walked down the street right by you that day. That's a synchronicity. Okay. There's like no obvious thread that connects them, but they're they're. He's saying these are meaningful events. Now events connected by meaning don't need to have an explanation in terms of causality. Um, so synchronicity by, by Jung's philosophy, um, these so-called Mandela effects could be interpreted as an example of large-scale synchronicity whose meaning and relationship um, we are have yet to comprehend. So this could be somehow like Mandela effect, deja vu. Like, it does have meaning. We just don't know what it is yet. So this, I think, is honestly like the butterfly effect where his blackouts were the meaning of like being able to manipulate The outcome, right? Yeah, kind of. Something like that. Um, Something or other. So, yeah, I mean, that in itself is a mind fuck. Just wanted to throw that in to uh, fuck you guys one more time. Just wanted to further fuck our minds. And then now let's get into some of these paradoxes to round this one out. I just (laughs) Just threw this in. I just threw this in for laughs. Um, So the grandfather paradox, this is obviously the biggest one with time travel. A person travels to the past and kills their own grandfather before the conception of their father or mother, which prevents the time traveler's existence. So do you guys have an answer for this paradox? So you basically basically killing yourself. Exactly.
1: Well, you would never exist.
0: Exactly. So you could never go back in time to, to kill him. This is a paradox.
1: No, I won't lie. I cheated on this one. So if you have any more thoughts, Rob... Before I cheat and spoil... Okay, this goes back... See, I looked up on YouTube. Um, this goes back to the whole... The whole... Where you're talking about multiple realities at the same time.
0: Okay, parallel universes.
1: It, parallel universes, thank you. Could not think of that for the life of me. I, I forget how it all goes, but there's a YouTube video where the guy, like, spoils it, apparently. And you could be in all these parallel universes at the same time. I need to rewatch the video. <laughs>
0: so I don't get what this has to do with the grandfather
1: How could you paradox? be in
2: multiple at once?
0: What does this have hey, to man. do with the grandfather paradox?
1: Well, because, all right, so you go back. All right. You're in, so
0: you go back into a different universe? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. So if we right now went back in time and killed Granddad That's in one up. universe, it is. In one universe. Ah, dude, I wish I need to watch the video I'll send it to you guys So it
0: splits right there. This is kinda of like Avengers Endgame. It creates like right. a different reality, you're saying?
1: Like a whole infinite number of yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, this is like there's no right or wrong answer. It's a paradox. Like it's it's something that right,
1: right,
0: right. can't happen. But yeah. um no, it, it, the consideration Didn't yet. So take hey, this into consideration. About
1: 30 years.
2: <laughs> yeah, 30 years. <laughs> Tell me about it when you're paying me 100 bucks, all right, buddy?
0: No, this is, this is what I'm saying. Like, by its nature, it's paradoxical. It's, it's logically impossible. Logically? <laughs> but there is, like, people have thought about this a lot. There's this one thing I saw. UFOs it's, uh, are logically impossible, too, apparently. No, they are proven existence. Who? The government, the Navy. Government. <laughs> Tom DeLong. So,
1: this is. Recently single, ladies.
0: So, this is known as the Nivikov self consistency principle. Now, according to this hypothesis, physics in or near closed timeline curves or time machines can only be consistent with the universal laws of physics and thus only self-consistent events can occur. That's what they want you to think. So no, this is, again, just a <laughs> philosophy. This is a hypothesis. Um, anything a time traveler does in the past must have been part of history all along. So the time travel traveler can never do anything to prevent the trip back in time from happening. Since this would represent an inconsistency, this is like the I believe there's a Twilight episode, Twilight Zone episode called No Time Like the Past, where the guy like you know this one, the guy goes back to like stop all like stop Hitler, stop uh, the assassination of Lincoln, and like he can't do it any time, and then like he realizes at one point, spoiler alert, he just tries to stop a schoolyard fire, and he is actually the cause of it because he was trying to stop it. So it's like this is saying, like, it's a part of, of uh, the past all along. There's nothing you can do to affect it. Mm.
2: So you're basically just on the ride, brother. You can't fucking get your hands off of it.
0: Now, this guy, uh, Seth Lloyd, and other researchers at MIT, they proposed and explained a version of... Wouldn't that be kind of crazy, though,
2: if you did travel back in time and you try and do some shit and you just can't do it?
0: Well, yeah, that's what this guy's saying. So this guy, Seth Lloyd, um, he has, like, a whole theory on this principle. Um, According to this guy, probability bends to prevent paradoxes from occurring. So, like, say Mm. you went and tried to kill your grandfather, shit would just get, like, stranger and stranger as you approach the forbidden act, they call it. Because the universe... They always do. That's how you know it's fake. No, it says the universe must favor improbable events to prevent impossible ones. So, like, you go try Mm. to kill your grandfather, you put the gun to his head, boom, you just have a brain aneurysm and die on the spot. Like, shit would just get all... Like, you would not be able to do it. it. The universe would not let you do anything that's paradoxical. Does that make sense? Tracking?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Or or I'm thinking, this is my own theory, what if it's just like Back to the Future? Say you go kill your grandfather and then boom, you would just instantly disappear.
1: Then you're banging your mother all of a sudden. <laughs> you
0: up in your Calvin
1: Klein boxers and your mom's trying to
0: bang you. Or what was the Futurama where he like goes to kill his grandpa and then he like <laughs> has sex with his grandma so he becomes his own grandfather, you know what I'm talking about?
2: Jesus <laughs>
0: Christ. I'm with you on your theory. You would just disappear? Yeah, Yeah, but I think the whole thing is like we're not understanding the term paradox. Like if if it goes off of what this guy was saying where it's like you're a part of the past all along, you can't do anything to affect it, you wouldn't be able to do that because you wouldn't be able to go back in time and kill him. Do you understand? It's hard to even grasp because it's a paradox, right? I guess so.
2: But I'm saying my thing is if you can travel back in time, that's already fucking with the universe's flow of things. So Mm. it's going to be weird no matter what. So even if you can't, like, hypothetically, let's just say time travel exists. It's year 2045.
1: Uh, (laughs) Okay.
2: Rob's $100 richer. Tesla's Tesla's spinning out
0: personal time machines.
2: Yeah. And uh they cost a hundred bucks, so I end up buying you one, give you one. And uh we go back in time, it's probably gonna be weird. And even if we can't do anything, the then it's still gonna be kind of weird because we're already we're already doing something that's as you said, forbidden or not supposed to happen.
0: So then by that rationale, time travel as a whole is a paradox and would not be possible.
2: I'm not saying it's a paradox, I'm just saying it's going against what is supposed to be happening. So if they're saying you can't do something that's not supposed to happen, well, you're not supposed to travel back to fucking the 1800s, so...
0: Yeah, so then it, that that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can break one rule, then you would, like, it's either you can't at all, or, like, I don't think you can just break one rule but not the other. Or you're saying you would be able to break all the rules, but you would just disappear, and it would create an alternate reality? Hypothetically, yes,
2: but I'm thinking that it might be, and I mean, this is just me the being the idiot that I am, uh, maybe, like, some... In my head it's like some inception type shit like shit will just start getting really weird yeah yeah that's, like that's a dream before you wake up that's it's what like, this guy is that's, that's what the weird. guy from mit is you, saying you go back in time and then when you start fucking with shit it just starts getting weirder and weirder and then you know
0: it's now that actually yeah that's a mind fuck. and then here again i'm just blowing um i'm just blowing spit out my ass but well, <laughs> I'm just blowing smoke out my ass. What's the term? <laughs> I think I'm blowing spit out here, but I'm just saying, <laughs> what if, like, <laughs> it's spitballing or blowing smoke oh, up yeah. your ass? I'm just blowing smoke out my ass here, but you
1: can get a good look at a T bone.
0: So, what you if can you get it up in this weather? So, let's say again, Tesla comes up with the time machine. I pay you 100 bucks. We get one, we get our hands <laughs> on one. Uh, we go back in time. What if just, that. yeah, just that is like going back in time is like as weird as a dream. Like you go back in time and it's real fucking weird. But also, a lot of scientists say like time travel to the past is possible, but you can't interact with anything. You're just viewing it, like Christmas Carol. Oh. He goes to Christmas past. He's just showing it, right? Well, I'm thinking
2: and. Um, I mean, again, this is just my two cents. I'm thinking if time travel does happen in the future, it'll be more for a use of, like, teleportation than... Oh, so Project than a, Pegasus. Than a use We've of... We've come full
0: circle. Yeah, time the, loop, time curve. Because that would be more
2: useful, you know what I mean? It's like, wouldn't you rather just... Green.
0: <laughs> wouldn't you,
2: green. Wouldn't you rather just be able to boom, you're at work, boom, you're back home. But, I mean, that's oh, just yeah. your, you on a daily basis like already. Like wormholes,
0: wormholes. That's what you're getting at? Yeah,
2: but, I mean, I feel like not the I mean, it would be obviously cool to go back in time and see what it was like in certain eras, but at the same time, I think it would be super fucking weird. So it might just be better to just use it for uh, traveling purposes, like in our see. current time. Okay,
1: okay. That would be great, but you know, there's always some asshole that has to take and abuse the technology that we come up with, and find a way to use it for terrible, terrible things. Like I just seen on the news today, some dude had a fake iPhone charger, and somehow he installed a camera in there, and he recorded his roommate taking a shower.
2: That's not as bad as it could be, but
1: I'm just still so, pretty weird. Saying.
2: That's not a theory yeah. on
0: time travel. I'm just no, no, but he's saying people
2: could do fucked up shit if we're teleporting places like oh, some weird guy teleporting in the
0: room. Well, maybe next
2: thing you know, your daughter's knocked up, money's missing off the counter.
0: Maybe (laughs) that was a a shower, a hot shower time machine. He was trying to get in there. (laughs) You don't, you don't, you never know. But I mean, okay, I mean, final thoughts, TLDL, what do we got on this? Um, Oh, yeah, for more on this, check out the short story, The Men Who Murdered Muhammad. It deals with, like, the paradoxical grandfather shit. um, So if you want more information, but what do we got for TLDL, the uh, idiot report on time travel?
1: Time travel, it's either possible or it's not. Most people tend to think. That's
0: it right there. Most
1: tend to think you can go forward through time. If you're going fast enough, a lot of scientists wearing J's don't think going backwards in time is possible. <laughs> okay, yeah, and you just
0: get going fast enough and get some flippers on your feet. So there you have it. Uh, time travel. Get TT. busy living or get busy dying. Um, so yeah, no, back I mean, in time.
1: second chance.
0: Yeah, let us know what don't you kill have. Your grandfather. Yep. Let us know. What you guys uh, think about time travel, if you think it's possible, um, or if you got any more episodes, keep them coming. Uh, this is actually, we like I said at the top of the episode, we're a little behind, so we're going to continue with some spooky content next time. Uh, we'll have the October content rolling on as scheduled for you guys, and um, let us know if there's anything you didn't hear, you want to hear, you need to hear, um, and time travel. There you have it.
2: Let us know your thoughts on time travel, you know, maybe, uh, hit us up, slide in those DMS podcast from outer space on Instagram, podcast from outer space at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, the website's always open. That's podcast from outer space.com where you can, uh, grab some cool merch, grab some stickers, throw them up, let, let your friends know about the, uh, hottest
0: shit on the block yep and as always go ahead and smash that like button five star review uh subscribe yep subscribe and on that
1: first off wanted to give a shout out to my boy isaiah out in buckeye arizona if you're listening buddy hope you're doing well secondly great story i'll tell you about it sometime (laughs) secondly if you're listening from the past so long and thanks for all the fish you've previously given us and if you're listening from the future so long and thanks for all the fish you're going to give us in the future so long and thanks for all the fish Mm